You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Another world. Another time. In the age of wonder. There was once a dream. You could only whisper it. Anything more than a whisper. And it would vanish. A battle between good and evil. You don't know the power of the dark side. Or shall I find a new adversary so close to my own level? Try the local sewer. You know of the rebellion against the Empire? The Avengers, Earth's mightiest heroes. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. One of these days, I'm gonna have a stick of my own. I'm Groot. Welcome to the Neverland Podcast. The podcast for lovers of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Please welcome your host, Jeremy. I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I can fly. All it takes is faith and trust. Well, if it isn't the Star Spangled Man with a plan, what is your plan today? Up to Neverland! <laughs> Take your pixie out of your pockets, Neverlanders. Sprinkle some of that pixie dust around. Grab your happiest thought and fly away with me, your pan, spider pan, Jeremy, off to Neverland again this week. This week's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to have more of a radio format this week, which I think you're going to enjoy just to mix things up. But before we get started, I want to remind you all that Planet Comic Con is coming up here in Kansas City. PlanetComicCon.com. You can order your tickets. You can look at the guest list. Uh, we've got Alan Tudyk, who's becoming like a go-to guy for Disney Voices. Rob Paulson, Michael Rooker, uh, Matthew Lewis from the Harry Potter films. I mean, the guest list just goes on and on. Amy Joe Johnson for you Power Ranger fans. Also, Jason David Frank from Power Rangers. Jess Harnell, uh, Lita from the WWE, also known as Amy Dumas. Sting, a WWE legend. Also, Alice Cooper, Jim Cummings, Kevin Conroy. I mean, everybody's going to be there. In fact, Adrian Rapp is going to be there, who was an artist with Disney Infinity. He did a lot of those storyboards. I think he did all of them. I haven't got a chance to talk to him yet, but I will be talking to them at a panel on that Friday, February 16th, the first day of it. It will be at 3.30. I can't not recall the room where we are in, but if you are coming to the event, you'll find everything you need. But it'll be Friday. Eric's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Adrian's going to be there. He's going to have a booth. You can go and buy his new book, of Chim Chum, the Portly Samurai. He's got an online comic. It's hilarious. The, the art is great. You're going to love it. But we're going to have a panel on that Friday, and it'll be great if you come out to it. We're going to have a whole lot of fun. I'm planning to be there the entire weekend. Eric's going to be there the entire weekend. Adrian's going to be there the entire weekend. I'm going to be out there roaming about with a press pass, getting as much panel coverage as I can, taking some photos of some cosplay, getting some video. It's going to be great. This is all February 16th through the 18th here in Kansas City. Make sure you go to planetcomicon.com to find out how you can get your tickets and come out and say hello. In fact, buy one of our shirts and represent the Neverland Podcast when you come out here. And I hope to see you. Our friend Donald Duck's 50th birthday. That's right. Oh. It sure is. Wow, 50 years. Gee, that's great. <laughs> oh, and we're so happy you are all here to help us celebrate. That's right. Uh, 
So please join us now as we sing happy birthday to Donald Duck. Yeah, come on. That's a good idea. Let's do it. Are you ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Donald. Happy birthday to you. Let's hear it for Donald. Gentlemen, boys and girls, Donald Duck's 50th birthday parade.
Listen up, all you cartoon lovers out there. Make sure to check out the Saturday Morning Rewind podcast to hear exclusive interviews with your favorite cartoon characters from the past and present. If you were a fan of Thundercats, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Ninja Turtles, or Darkwing Duck, Saturday Morning Rewind is the show for you. Join Tim each month as he interviews the voices behind the characters. Find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and online at SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Here's something definitely exciting for all of us Star Wars fans. Galactic Knights is returning to Disney's Hollywood Studios and Walt Disney World on May 27th. Now, there are some events listed on the Disney Parks blog that's going to be taking place. There's going to, of course, be projections on the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Some of you might remember that here recently they actually projected the Death Star and a lot of different fun things on Hollywood Tower Hotel during, uh, I guess it was in December, wasn't it? Just, just last December they had some Galactic Knights type of events with Warwick Davis. It was a specific ticketed event, so you might not have been able to go. But now, during this Galactic Destinations projections thing going on during Galactic Nights, and it's going to be a one-night special event, so get your tickets now. But they're going to start doing this from 7 p.m. to midnight, and this possibly might be another hard-ticketed event. So make sure when you're going to get your tickets, make sure you get tickets specifically for this. There's going to be some Star Wars entertainment that's going to already there, but they're going to have some new enhancements like the Galactic Spectacular Fireworks and the Star Wars Galaxy Far, Far Away stage show. Both are going to have some new elements for the first time, most likely something bit more from The Last Jedi and possibly the Solo film because the solo film will be right at that time that's probably why disney is doing this is in promotion for the solo film there of course will be special photo ops as usual throughout the park with some really cool locations set up in fact on the disney parks blog they have a location set up where you're they have some people holding porgs and they look like they're in one of the stone huts there on the planet there from the last jedi uh, lots of other things, exclusive fa- food and beverages, character encounters, and of course, all the attractions will be open. But it was the on sale, the tickets are basically upcoming. So I don't know if you can necessarily buy your tickets now, but keep an eye on for this. But it, it does say on the Disney Parks blog that to pay attention for more details as well as the on sale ticket dates. So keep an eye on it if you're interested. I know I would be interested in going if I could afford to go. But yes, yeah, Star Wars Galactic Nights, one night only. I'm hoping if this is successful enough that maybe they move it along to turn it back to what it used to be and they have the Galactic Weekends and we get a little bit more Star Wars, but uh, I'm not seeing that that as a possibility necessarily because we're going to have Star Wars in the parks all the time as soon as that new land opens, right? From Galaxy's Edge is there. But we still have some time before Galaxy's Edge is open to the public, so maybe some Galactic Weekends, and they can even do enhanced things, in my opinion, to some of their attractions. And they're talking about this, the fireworks and a stage show that's getting some new things special for one night. So even when they have Galaxy's Edge open... I don't see why they couldn't have some specialty weekends still. So if this ends up being a big event, which it probably will be, maybe somebody at Disney will consider bringing back the Galactic Weekends and Star Wars Weekends, but I would not hold my breath.
It is the Lunar New Year being celebrated in the Disney parks. Now, of course, this means there's some new merchandise for you, and it looks fantastic. You can take a look at this over on the Disney Parks blog. They have, of course, T-shirts, have Mickey ears, uh, sort of a more of a mini ear look. There's a flower in it, but it's kind of got a Chinese-style hat. Great T-shirts with Mickey, Pluto, a really cute little Mickey Mouse plush and, and multiple sizes. Looks like also you've got some phone cases and some snow globes. A lot of really neat stuff. Uh, great, and of course, available over at Elias and & Company. And it's at a cart near the Seaside Souvenirs over in Disney's California Adventure Park. Uh, also, while you're there, if you happen to be visiting the parks, there's something called Hurry Home. This is a Lunar New Year celebration, and it's a nighttime water show. It's going on over at Paradise Bay. This is where you're going to see, of course, there's Disney characters like Mulan, Mushu, uh, possibly even Mickey Mouse dressed up for the occasion. They're going to be wandering the park. Uh, there's also going to be some specialized foods like some uh, Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese foods, if you really enjoy that type of food. And also a lucky wishing well where you can add your own wish. And, of course, Mulan's Lunar New Year procession, which basically is a parade. Uh, this is all going on right now in Disney's California Adventure Park. It's going be going until February the 18th. So if you want to celebrate the year of the dog, now is your opportunity to do it Disney style. C-3PO. Loki. Mace Windu. Dr. Bruce Banner. Captain Rex. Venom. Princess Leia. Jean Grey. Darth Maul. Nick Fury. Grand Moff Tarkin. Captain America. Lando Calrissian. Cyclops. What do all these characters have in common? Well, two of them were played by Samuel L. Jackson. A couple of them were played by Hammer Films veterans Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee. Come on, guys. You know this. Well, of course we do, Jessica. Just like Mickey Mouse and Captain Jack Sparrow, they're all now Disney characters. Hello, I'm Tracy of the Disney Indiana Podcast, and my co-host Scott and I enjoy talking about all aspects of the House of Mouse, and that includes their newest properties, Marvel and LucasArts. We also talk about Disney resorts, the cruise line, theme parks, and whatever else Mickey has to offer. Which includes movies, Imagineering, video games, and collectibles. You'll never know what we'll decide to talk about. So check us out at www.disneyindiana.com or do a search for the Disney Indiana podcast on iTunes because now we've got a lot more to talk about. And don't forget about those other quote-unquote Disney characters like, well, Sully. Fozzie Bear. Buzz Lightyear. Link Hogthrob. Doug. Janice. Merida. Pepe. Bruce. Ralph the Dog. Wally. The Disney Indiana Podcast. Even after five years, we're still miles away from the nearest Main Street, USA. We're not listed on the map, but you can join us at www.disneyindiana.com. All right, y'all. One more time. It don't matter what you look like. It don't nobody gonna sing with me. The Neverland Trailer Park. I just have one question. When Cap needed help, if I'd asked you, would you have come? I guess we'll never know. But if you had, you'd have never been caught. I do some dumb things, and the people I love the most, they pay the price. Thanks to you, we had to run. We're still running. Let's go. 
just need someone watching your back. Like a partner. Hold on. You gave her wings? And blasters. So I take it you didn't have that tech available for me? No, I did. This has been a very exciting week for people of the Marvel persuasion. In fact, we got to see the first trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, it was more of a teaser. I, I suspect we might see just a little bit more at the Super Bowl. And this really, I, if you looked online, YouTube only had this listed as Marvel Studios UK. So I have not seen an American release officially of the trailer, but that is there's a UK version, which the American version might be the same, or we might get to see something a little a little bit different, and perhaps during the Super Bowl would be my guess. But of course, like I said, that's a guess. Now this trailer showed us some very interesting things. We see that uh, good old Ant-Man, after having partnered with Captain America during the Civil War incident, has gotten himself into trouble, and we see Scott's home has been searched by the FBI. He even has a, a very sophisticated ankle bracelet where it looks like a, they use a flash drive type of item to kind of check in on, on it to make sure that he's not doing anything that he's not supposed to be doing, uh, probably to make sure he doesn't get to put on his Ant-Man suit. There's even a very interesting clip that it looks like everybody has put on on the run because we see Hank Pym taking his building and shrinking the entire building down and putting it on a dolly with a handle and rolling it away so he keeps his building. And I mean, this is like a, the whole tech building, the whole like Pym building. This was fantastic. There's a lot of shrinking and growing and all kinds of neat things going on in this trailer that's really kind of cool and fun, which is what really kept the Ant-Man film very, very fun. You know, seeing the Thomas the Tank Engine toy getting blown up to proportions. This time we see a Hello Dolly Pez dispenser get to be blown up to ridiculous proportions. And we're also getting to see the Wasp first getting into action here. And there's some talk in the trailer about... You know, maybe Ant-Man needs a sidekick, someone to watch his back or a partner. And we get to see, you know, Wasp kicking some serious butt and doing some cool things, having the wings come out of her costume, firing the uh, Wasp stingers that those of us familiar with the Marvel character are not surprised in seeing. And then we have this little funny bit where Scott's talking to Hank and say, hey, you can make wings and, and these little you know, raise out of the hands. I guess you just developed that technology now because you didn't put them on my suit. And he says, oh, no, I could have put them on your suit. I just didn't. So that's kind of a nice, fun way to end the trailer. You know, because it's, it's, it's really does make, beg the question that I never really thought of, actually, in, uh, in the, um, the comics or in the cartoon. Although the main familiar, familiarity I have with Wasp is from the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes animated series when Disney first 
created a series based off the Avengers before the first film came out, but it seemed like Wasp could only use her stings, her blasts, when she was shrunk down. So uh, I'd have to watch the trailer again. It looks like she could use them in full size in the film. I'm not 100% sure about that. I think I do recall seeing her doing it. I'm going to have to go watch the trailer again. So, hey, while I go watch the trailer again, you might want to go and check it out if you haven't already. This film is coming out here this summer, I believe uh, in July, early July is what I uh, was on the end of the trailer. That's something else. Go watch the trailer and find out because it did say I'm going to have to go watch it again because I think I forgot that detail as well.
70s and 80s are all grown up, but the good times of childhood don't have to end. Our generation can share the fun and fandom of our youth with the next generation and bring the past into the future. And wrap it all up to make a fantastic present. Join Jedi Schwa and Shaz Bazaar every Monday morning to get your work week started by reminiscing about the past and exploring the future with your earbuds on Techno Retro Dads. So find us on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, or on TechnoRetroDads.com, part of the Shock Blast Digital Network. Oh, no, 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 no. It's a limit. 
day of my life. You're probably excited if you're a Marvel fan about the merger that Disney has done buying 21st Century Fox and regaining the rights to some Marvel characters like the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. But here's the thing. There's still a lot of the legalities to be worked out and the details. I mean, they, it's definitely happened, but this, there's got at least 18 months uh, according to superhero hype and Kevin Feige, Marvel Studios head. So we got about 18 months of, of plans that are already in place. And so things are not going along. And Feige even says that to uh, the Vulture, he said, of course, while doing promotion for Black Panther, he said that he read about the merger in the papers. You know, he learned about it the same way everybody else did in the press. And this is what he says is above his pay grade being a big deal. But uh, we've got an interesting quote here. Let me read this for you. He says, the truth of the matter, as I understand it, is the deal has to be figured out. There's been no communication. We're not thinking about it. We're focusing on everything we've already announced. If and when the deal actually happens, well, it has happened, uh, by the way, uh, we'll start to think more about it. Until then, we have a lot to do. It would be years away. We've announced everything through 2019, so none of those would be adjusted. I think about it through 2019, through the movies we've already shot and are about to start filming. I'm hoping to deliver on everything we've promised thus far. So, yes, there's a lot of things Marvel Studios has been working on already and a lot of things moving along already. Uh, and all of that is going to go on as planned without any changes. And so you have at least 18 months before everything is really fine-tuned for this deal and they figure out how this works, apparently. 
But here is what we got right now. Black Panther opening February 16th, coming up very soon. Avengers Infinity War we've got on May 4th, followed up, of course, by Ant-Man and the Wasp. That is July 6th, 2018. Captain Marvel with Brie Larson has just began filming. That's going to be coming around March 8th of 2019. There is a fourth Avengers film that this time has no title uh, and actually just wrapped shooting. Now, that's interesting. I'm getting this from SuperheroHype.com, which is very accurate on these things. So the fourth Avengers film has just wrapped shooting, and that's going to open on May 3rd, 2019. So we're getting an Avengers film next year as well. I'm excited. This is cool. Uh, and that's actually ending Phase 3 of the MCU. So Phase 4 is going to kick off around July 5th with uh, an untitled Spider-Man sequel, which, of course, John Watts is doing that one as well. I'm going to try to be excited, but uh, anyone that knows me knows I actually didn't enjoy Spider-Man Homecoming, and I'm, I am a huge Spider-Man fan, and I was very disappointed in that film. Not that it was a bad movie. It just wasn't a good Spider-Man movie. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe some other time. Uh, we also know the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is scheduled sometime around 2020. And yes, a Black Widow solo movie is also being kind of talked about for a 2020 release. And we've heard there's reports that somebody named Jack Schaefer is going to pen a script for this Black Widow film. So that is a good potential. We're also, of course, expecting that there is going to be a Doctor Strange 2, uh, a third Ant-Man movie, uh, probably a sequel to Black Panther. This is, goes along very huge. And there is a little bit of talk about, you know, some rumors really at this point about Blade coming back to screens as part of the MCU. Now, what I would expect with Blade, because they're going to want to be a little bit uh, closer to the R-rated level. That might be like a Netflix series, although, you know, Disney is about to have their own streaming service, so maybe we could see that there. But I would expect that we might see a series of Blade, not necessarily a film, and it would still be connected to the MCU. It just maybe would be presented in a different format than what Marvel has been releasing out into cinemas. Geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. 
geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to Weeby Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at WeebyGeeks.net. Weeby Geeks, your voice for the Geek Revolution. All right, so anyone that is familiar with the Neverland podcast or the Neverland radio show that I do for UCM's The Beat is already going to know that I am a fan of the whole concept of Peter Pan and Neverland. So me reporting on this probably isn't a big surprise to you, but the 65th anniversary of Disney's Peter Pan is coming. Peter Pan premiered on February 5th, 1953. 65 years ago, coming this February. So, of course, Disney is not going to let this go idly by. And, in fact, I think it was uh, the last anniversary is when I, they had that last Blu-ray release for Peter Pan, right? Isn't that when they released one? I know I did buy it at an anniversary, and it's been a few years since I got it. A very nice set. I haven't heard anything about another re-release for Peter Pan, but uh, I'm sure it's going to be available online if you look around. But the parks is really where the fun's going to be. They're going to have some special Disney photo passes going on in the Magic Kingdom from February 4th through the 10th. Basically, you're going to get a chance to get a photo with Captain Hook and Mr. Smee. Now, that is awesome. They're both going to be out together. They're very rare, I think, to see both of the characters out in the parks. But, of course, you do have some of the typical things you can do with a photo pass. They're going to be really fun. They have some areas set up where you can get a photo and have Peter Pan's shadow on the wall behind you. That would be completely awesome. You can also, as usual, have Tinkerbell sitting in your hand. You can be turned to the uh, right or to the left and have fairy wings coming out of your back. And, of course, they do have a little placard that says, Take Me to Neverland, which is very, very nice. Uh, This is all things, of course, you can do with the Disney Photo Pass, uh, but you're going to have to purchase the Memory Maker uh, at least for one day so you can go and get all these photos and be able to get copies of them inside the Town Square Theater at the Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, You can also use the My Disney Experience mobile app during and after your visit to make that purchase. So it's going to cost you a little bit extra, but it would be really, really fun if you're in the park. If you're a fan of Peter Pan like I am, this would be some really fun photos to take by yourself, with a family member, with the whole family. So definitely plan on doing it, and they also would like us to start sharing those photos or any other photos that you could take. You know what? Take some photo that shows your fandom of Peter Pan, and they want you to use the hashtag or pound sign, Peter Pan 65. So show your excitement for 65 years of Peter Pan. I think that's a good night that I'm going to sit at home and watch the film because I do enjoy it, and I haven't watched it in a while. So definitely plan some fun with it because it is a great, great movie. This is your Neverland story time. You can listen along with your MP3 device. You will know it is time to listen when you hear the chime like this. Let's begin now. This is the story of Peter Pan. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Let's begin now. All this has happened before, and it will all happen again. But this time it happened to Wendy, John, and Michael Darling. Peter Pan chose this house because in it were people who believed in him. The boys made him the hero of all their nursery games. Wendy, the eldest, was the supreme authority on Peter Pan. Peter Pan is a boy who decided never to grow up. He lives far, far away in Neverland. 
Every night, Wendy would tell her brothers stories about Peter Pan's marvelous adventures with pirates and Indians. Peter Pan himself would often hide just outside the nursery window with the pixie, Tinkerbell, and listen to the stories. On this particular night, Peter Pan overheard Wendy telling her brothers some very unhappy news. I'm afraid there will be no more stories. Mother and father say that it's time I grew up. This will be my last night in the nursery. Peter couldn't let that happen. He burst into the room. Come on, Wendy. I'm going to take you with me to Neverland. You'll never have to grow up there. Peter Pan! Oh, I just knew you would come. John! Michael! We are going to Neverland! But Peter, how will we get there? We'll fly, of course. All it took was a happy thought and a little pixie dust. And out the bedroom window they flew. They dipped and soared through the night until at last they were flying over Neverland. Think of the presents you brought And be merry little fort Think of Christmas, think of snow Think of sleigh bells, here we go Like reindeer in the sky You can fly, you can fly, you can fly Think of the happiest John could hardly wait to cross swords with real pirates. What an exciting place. Neverland promised to be lots of fun for them all. Peter Pan took everyone to his secret hideout underneath a big hollow tree. The Lost Boys lived there too and were eagerly awaiting Peter's return. Peter introduced them to Wendy. I've brought someone to be our mother. She's Wendy and she can tell stories. John and Michael didn't want to hear any stories just yet. They were anxious to make friends with the Indians, or fight some pirates, or go hunting with the lost boys. Peter thought for a moment. I know. Let's visit the Indian camp. John, you lead the way. Following the leader, the leader, the leader. We're following the leader, wherever he may go.
Usually the Indians playfully captured the lost boys. But this time, the Indian chief was much too upset to play games. His daughter, Princess Tiger Lily, was missing. She had been kidnapped by the infamous pirate, Captain Hook. This is my plan, said Hook to Tiger Lily. You tell me the hiding place of Peter Pan, and I will set you free. But Tiger Lily would not betray Peter's secret. Flying to the rescue, Peter Pan dumped Hook into the sea and returned Tiger Lily to her father. Captain Hook was furious. Last black Peter Pan. I'll trap him if it's the last thing I do. Now, let me see. Ah, I've got it. I'll kidnap those brats he calls friends and hold them here on my ship. Then Pan will have to come to me. While Peter was away, Captain Hook captured Wendy, John, Michael, and the Lost Boys. The children were taken to the pirate ship and tied to the mast. They listened as Hook told them their fate. Now, my fine fellows, which will it be? Will you all turn pirates? Or do you want to walk the plank and fall ka-splash into the sea? Wendy proudly shook her head. We will never become pirates. Peter Pan will save us. Captain Hook sneered at Wendy. So you think Peter Pan will rescue you, hmm? All right. You walk the plank first. The captive boys watched fearfully as Wendy walked bravely off the end of the plank. But Wendy's faith in Peter was rewarded. He swooped down and saved her from the sea. Captain Hook was furious. You won't fight me man to man. You always fly away like a cowardly sparrow. Nobody calls Peter Pan a coward. I'll fight you, and with one hand behind my back, you codfish. Peter grabbed a sword and landed on the deck. The two fought their duel back and forth up and down the pirate ship. Finally, Peter got the upper hand. Admit it, Hook. You're a codfish. You win, Pam. I am a codfish. And Peter chased Hook and his pirates off the ship. Now I'm captain of the ship, crowed Peter, and everyone cheered. Where shall we sail? But Wendy was beginning to feel homesick. Actually, Peter, it's time we went home. Mother and father will be worried if they find us missing. Peter would have liked his guests to stay longer, but he knew Wendy was right. We'll fly you back in the ship. Raise the anchor. Ready the pixie dust. Tinkerbell darted about sprinkling pixie dust everywhere. The mighty pirate ship magically rose out of the water and took to the sky. After Michael, John, and Wendy, 
had been safely returned home, they watched the pirate ship sail silently back to Neverland. Peter and the Lost Boys waved goodbye. They aren't ready to grow up yet, explained Wendy. She put John and Michael to bed. Then she settled down for her last night in the nursery. Wendy was smiling as she slipped into sleep. She would never forget the boy, Peter Pan, and the wonderful adventure they all had in Neverland. All right, now I don't necessarily remember seeing these creatures, so I think I'm going to have to watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 again. What a wonderful excuse to watch a fun movie. But there's some new specimens going to join the collection at Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout at Disney's California Adventure. So Tanelier Teven is expanding his collection by finding these little birds called Vilus that are native to the planet Burhart. And, of course, they were in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Now, I'm trying to think where we might have seen these birds. I'm thinking this planet might be where they, the Guardians crashed land towards the beginning of the film, and maybe you're going to find these things. They look weird and fuzzy with big, dark eyes, mostly white in the body, have a little bit of a green on the top of their head, but they're in a glass display, and it is listed that they are supposed to be dangerous and can defend themselves even though they are adorable, but the TVN group has assured us that they're going to be kept fully enclosed, and there's no way they could ever break out of there and cause any trouble. But of course... If you want to go and check these guys out, you're going to have to go all right over to Disney's California Adventure. They have started to be on display this week. So get over there, check it out.
the cast of Party Gras. Ay, que rico! Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official Lost Boy or Pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit Patreon.com slash Neverland Podcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland Podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello everybody, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true.